moderation is masturbation What is what and what makes you feel good All the things I think, I think, I think about Always come unblurred Yeah, I got this thing that's coming over me I got this thing that's coming over me I got this thing that's coming over me The confusion is my illusion Nowhere to look but nowhere to find you All the things I'm sick, I think I'm sick about They always come unblurred Yeah, I got this thing that's coming over me I got this thing that's coming over me I got this thing that's coming over me Over me Moderation is masturbation What is what and what makes you feel good All the things I think, I think, I think about They always come unblurred Yeah, I got this thing that's coming over me I got this thing that's coming over me I got this thing that's coming over me Over me, yeah I got this thing that's coming over me I got this thing that's coming over me I got this thing that's coming over me Over me Attention deficit order, back on the air, um, season 18, episode 18, 2020, ain't it funny, we're in the roaring 20s, come on guys, we live to see the 20s, we're past Blade Runner, we fucked Akira in the ass, we are now in the future that we have no idea, back to the future is gone. Because of the internet has slowed down our progression, we are now in the future. Woo! What's up? I'm your host, Chris, and this is... I'm Skip. Oh, hold on. There you go. Oh, I'm Skip. There, there we, we go. go. <laughs> oh, why couldn't I hear myself? What the fuck's going on? <laughs> I see how it is. Uh, I'm just here to be uh, 
sounding board, huh? We're back, guys. Woo! Feel that. The first groove of 2020, guys. Come on. Right? <laughs> I don't know yeah. this band. <laughs> Woo! I think I'd be more enjoying it if I was more high. What? I'm pretty big. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, so, I saw what you smoked, and you saw what I smoked. And I ate a 100 milligram gummy. Well, there you go. I didn't eat any cookies, though. I didn't eat any... Those, uh, those cookies are pretty <gasps> steep. I told you. Yeah, I know. It's weird, though, because the milligram dosage was what I would normally take, but it walloped me in the back of the head like I couldn't believe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Those fuckers, like... It, but, it, like, why is it that much stronger given the same milligram? That's the part that I was like, huh? Well, I don't know, man. The guy... Those cookies are great. They're only $12. <laughs> they probably last you a long time, too. They do. They last me a hell of a long time. They last me a couple months. I buy, like, three packs, and it'll last me three months. Easy. There you go. You know, like if my back's hurting or something, I'll eat a cookie and just pass out on the couch. Yeah, really. <laughs> Not a whole cookie, just like a little square. Yeah. Yeah, they're cut into little pie-shaped <laughs> pieces that I ate. Well, yeah, I cut them into eighths. I cut them into eighths. Here we go, guys. Come on, man. Yeah. Woo! Groove it, man. Yeah. 2020. What band is this? The new deck. <laughs> this is Karaka. K A R K A R A. Karaka. Yeah. Guess what the name of this song is? Proxima Centauri. Weird surfy guitar in this part. Yeah, they're pretty trippy. They're pretty trippy, man. The first groove band of 2020, guys. Come on. Karkara. Karkara. Kakara. Kaka! 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 Definitely need to be way more high. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's the only time I listen to surf guitars when I'm super baked. Really, you're just like, okay, I have my Dick Dale collection. <laughs> I like, well, I'm that and the Ventures, the Atlantics, <laughs> and a bunch of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, who's the other? Um, uh, who's the other surf guitar guy? Uh, the Ventures? No, no, no. The other guy, uh, Dick Dale, and uh, his his um, his fucking uh, Einstein to his Edison. What is it? Remember? Edison to... No, Dick Dale and the other guy. There's... From the Ventures. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, we've already had this conversation. We have, when the guy from the Ventures died, but I forget his name. That's right, we did a surf guitar solo death whistle to it. Yeah, you almost passed out, <laughs> from what I recall. <laughs> Jerry McGee. That's it, yeah, Jerry McGee. Okay, yeah, yeah, Jerry McGee, okay. Yes, Jerry McGee, guys. 
He's dead. So yeah, so 2020, so far for New Year's, nothing, man. It just started. So before that, that was pre-New Year. Now that you're listening to this, your New Year and decade can start. Mm-hmm. That's how we've always played it. But we've never had a decade pass on this show yet. Uh, no. But this is our first decade, but we've almost been around a decade. Right. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Okay, speaking of hilarious, I just wanted to play um, uh, uh, Gervais's uh, monologue. No, oh, from the Golden Globes? Yeah. That everyone shat a brick about? Here we go. Hello and welcome to the 77th Annual Golden Globe Awards, live from the Beverly Hilton Hotel here in Los Angeles. I'm Ricky Gervais, thank you. Um, you'll, you'll be pleased to know this is the last time I'm hosting these awards, so I don't care anymore. Um, I'm joking, I never did. Um, NBC clearly don't care either. I was, was going to look at the time. unedited version. So, I mean, Kevin Hart was fired from the Oscars because of some offensive tweets. Hello. <laughs> he does Lucky tweet me, the Hollywood lot. foreign press can barely speak English. And <laughs> they've no idea what Twitter is. So I got <laughs> offered this gig by fax. So let's go out with a bang. Let's have a laugh at your expense, shall we? Remember, they're just jokes. We're all going to die soon, and there's no sequel. So, <laughs> yeah. No one comes that. back. Um, no one. But you all look lovely, all doled up. You came here in your limos. I came here in a limo tonight, and the license plate was made by Felicity Huffman. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> Shush. It's her, it's her daughter I feel sorry for, okay? That must be the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to her. And her dad was in Wild Hogs. So, <laughs> lots of big celebrities here tonight. I mean, legends, icons, yeah? Look, at this table alone, uh, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. But... Oh, yay. Fucking, it's uh, the um, rest home Baby table. Yoda. Uh, Baby Yoda. Baby <laughs> Yoda. That's Joe Pesci, sorry. Um, <laughs> I love you, man. Don't have me whacked. Um, but tonight isn't just about the people in front of the camera. <laughs> In this room are some of the most important TV and film executives in the world. People from every background, but they all have one thing in common. They're all terrified of Ronan Farrow. <laughs> He's coming for you. He's coming for you. I don't know who you. that is. Oh, that guy right there. Look, Ronan Farrow is the guy who exposed uh, it was a big year. Harvey Weinstein. Okay. It was a and big year for Peter Parker. also Paul exposed movies. his um, own dad, Woody Surviving Allen. R. Kelly. Here we go. Leaving Neverland. Two Popes. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> He's, he's also it's a huge uh, pedophiles. Yeah. <laughs> Many talented people of colour were snubbed in major <sighs> categories. Um, unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about that. The Hollywood foreign press are all very, very racist. So, <laughs> fifth time. So, <laughs> we were going to do an in memoriam this year, but when I saw the list of people that had died, it wasn't diverse enough. It just, no. <laughs> It was mostly white people, and I thought, nah, not on my watch. Uh, <laughs> maybe next year. Let's, let's see what happens. Oh, man. No one cares about movies anymore. No one goes to the cinema. No one really watches network TV. Everyone's watching Netflix. 
This show should just be me coming out going, well done, Netflix, you win everything. Good night, but no. no. Okay, here we go. Still yeah. more fun than this, okay? <laughs> Might be a sequel. We'll do the closing. Here we go. He's not big enough to go on the rides, did he? <laughs> An award for most ripped junkie. No. No point. We know he'd win that. Um, Martin Scorsese, the greatest living director, made the news for his controversial comments about the Marvel franchise. He said they're not real cinema and uh, they remind him of theme parks. I agree. Although I don't know what he's doing hanging around theme parks. He's not big enough to go on the rides. Francis <laughs> <laughs> Ford Coppola, right? No, uh, Martin Scorsese. Oh, Scorsese. He is. Yeah, that's right. He's short The Irishman too. was amazing. It was amazing. Um, look. The only epic movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, nearly three hours long. Leonardo DiCaprio attended the premiere, and by the end, his date was too old for him. <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing at it. <laughs> it's a pretty good roast. Even Prince Andrew's like, come on, Leo, mate, you know. <laughs> oh, dear. You're nearly 50, son. Um, uh. The world got to see James Corden as a fat pussy. <laughs> He was also in the movie Cats, but <laughs> no-one saw that. Um, and the reviews, oh, shocking. I saw one that said, this is the worst thing to happen to cats since dogs. <laughs> but Dame Judi Dench defended the film, saying it was the role she was born to play. Because she... I can't do this next joke. <laughs> right? Because she loves nothing better than plonking herself down on the carpet Lifting her leg and licking her. Oh, licking her pussy. No. <laughs> but of course he got. Beat. Or licking her asshole. No. Verbal, verbal. She's old school. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's the last time. Who cares? Oh. Okay, here we go. This is the final bit. Apple roared into the the TV game with a morning show, a superb drama. Yeah. A superb drama about the importance of dignity and doing the right thing, made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. <laughs> so, well, you say you're woke, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. If ISIS started a streaming service, you'd call your agent, wouldn't you? So, <laughs> if you do win an award tonight, don't use it as a, a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So, if you win, <laughs> right, come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your god, and... Okay, there we go. Okay. And fuck off. And fuck off. Okay, that's, that's the final bit. Yep. Yeah, I just wanted to bring that up before I went over the Golden Globe Award winners real quick. Okay. Yeah, well, and that caused some controversy, too. Well, for what? I don't know. People were up in arms about Ricky Gervais. At least I saw a little rumbling on Twitter when I had time to look down today. For bad, uh, for good jokes? Okay, here we go, real quick. Golden Globes. They were funny, and I didn't think any of them were, that I heard at least were in bad taste. No. It just sounded like he was roasting the crowd. Yeah, it's like, come on. It's okay, so uh, I'm going best performance by a television music comedy. Uh, Rami Youssef. Oh, the, this Middle Eastern guy won over Bill Hader, Paul Rudd, and Michael Douglas. 
And he because he, he has a show about a Middle Eastern kid coming in. Like, I think it's on Hulu. Hmm. But he's like a nobody. He's like, uh, you people think I'm going to be a, uh, you, probably, you, you people probably think I'm a, a, a tech or somebody on the side. Oh, right. Or no, like are a you grip. from IT? Yeah. Are, are you a key grip? <laughs> but so his, his shit's going to blow up soon. So he was the first one. Um, best uh, perform Russell Crowe won for best performance by an actor, but he couldn't be there because of the fires in uh, Australia. He was protecting his home, mate. So well, he gave like a speech about that, mm-hmm. and so like, he gave the best speech, and he wasn't even there. He's like, "I'm protecting my home, mate." Oh, he had a, like a pre-recorded thing. He's like, "I'm roasting 900 shrimps on a barbie over here." Dude. It's like Jesus Christ, mate. Australia's so, fucked. Oh, Australia yeah. is completely fucked. It's so. like, holy shit, mate, there's kangaroos on fire hopping by me. Mm-hmm. You know, that should have been in the thing. There's, there's koala bears drinking water out of water bottles, mate. That was his... Uh, Bad news, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's horrible over there. But hey, mate, there's a lot of shrimps roasted on the barbie. Because yeah. the ocean's on fire? Now Foster's is Australian for fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mate <laughs> right it's like jesus christ mate Foster's australian for fire and just fires burning behind the guy with he's drinking it mm. Dude, there we go there's our new commercial guys you wanna... <laughs> i think it's too soon chris what no it's like gilbert godfrey making uh tsunami jokes right after the uh <laughs> <laughs> those are hilarious jokes dude yeah i love poor taste jokes come on they're jokes they're just in poor taste so what yeah it's not hurting anybody he can't be the duck anymore because of that (laughs) shit that was like his main income i bet (laughs) oh man so what you know off-color jokes are the funniest uh some of the funniest because of the cringe factor is it just because you see that other person squirm uh no just because they're funny. Okay. I don't care about the other person. I just think they're funny. You know, even when I hear them, I think they're funny. Right. You know, I don't go, oh, I'm not looking for somebody else's reaction to it. No. I, I just think they're hilarious. I like off-color jokes. I like all jokes. You know. Bad ones, good ones, yeah. off-color. Yeah, jokes are jokes. It's nothing. Okay, big per- best performance in an actor limited motion picture. Okay, Russell Crowe is protecting people. Okay, best performance by an actor in a supporting role limited series is uh, Stellan Skarsgård for Chernobyl. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, let's see. Uh, there's a bunch of weird ones. Okay, here we go. Best bo- best foreign motion picture is Parasite, of course. And then he came up. And his translator said, if you can get past... This is what the translator said. This is what what he didn't say. If you can get past the one-inch barrier that are subtitles, it'll open a whole new world of movies to you. I got to agree. I mean, I've watched plenty of subtitled movies that are phenomenal. Dude, Parasite's amazing. If you want to see a good one. I haven't gotten there yet. Woo! But I will watch it. I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah, Parasite, yes. Uh, I knew that was gonna win. Come on, it's too. My mom hated it. My, I bring it up. She's like, eh, eh. Nice. I'm like, why didn't you live? He's like, those people are awful. 
I'm like, that's the point. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it on. sounds like it's it's examining like the worst side of people. It is, and it's like that's the point. It's like I didn't like watching that at all. It made my skin crawl. <laughs> uh, I'm taking her to 1917 uh, Saturday. Mm-hmm. No Sunday. Uh, this weekend, I'm, uh, Thursday, I'm going to underwater with our friend uh, Kirsten Stewart. Kristen, what's her name? Kristen Stewart from yeah. like the the uh, what's it called? Sparkly Vampire. Kristen Stewart and um, T.J. Miller, who's just gone off the map because of bomb threats <laughs> that he did on a train a long time ago when he was drunk. Oh, um, and. And some other shit. Yeah, and he, he was accused of beating somebody or raping somebody or yeah, some I shit like that. Yeah, I think it was that. sexual assault. Yeah, he was accused of sexual assault. I don't know what happened with that. It did disappear. Yeah, I'm sure he paid her off. Yeah, sexual assault. So, uh, let's see. Best performance by an actor in a television series is over Billy Porter for Pose, Rami Malek for Mr. Robot. Here do you want one. Um, and Kit Harrington for Game of Thrones. Please. He sucked. Uh, he just stood there and let everyone run all over him. Oh, man, what's wrong with me? Uh, it is, uh, Brian Cox for Succession. Yes. He's great as the asshole rich dad that everyone's trying to murder. Not murder, but just waiting for him to die. Right. But he's just like, fuck you, and telling everybody to fuck off. It's an amazing show, man. Yeah. Yeah, what's that on? It's not... Uh, HBO. Oh, okay. Yeah, Succession is one of their best shows right now, I say. I'd say it beats Game of Thrones as far as dialogue and drama. Boom. You know, if if they they were fighting with dragons, people would be like, this is the best show. (laughs) 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 Succession of dragons. Drag session. Yeah, if they had dragons and they were flying around on dragons instead of helicopters and shit to places. Dude, people would be like, what? So yeah, put Game of Thrones together with succession. Game set, get a th- uh, throne session. <laughs> well, wouldn't that just be like a prequel to Game of Thrones <clears throat> based on the uh, Targaryens or whatever? I don't know. <clears throat> Uh, speaking of which, here we go. I want to hear that real quick. How you spell succession? S U C C C C E S E S S I O N. Here we go. I think the theme song is killer. Like uh, this is the theme. Yeah. Succession theme, guys. So Brian Cox won for Succession. Hmm. Okay. So it's just rich kids scheming against their rich dad and each other and backstabby stabby? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, that's all it is. I don't know if that's a real theme. Let's roll with it. That's, that was good. All right, fine. Here we go. Bam. Succession and for best screenplay we have Marriage Story Parasite 
Bong Jong Ho. Marriage Story, Noam Bombach. Two Popes, Anthony McCartan. And your winner, oh, uh, The Irishman, Stephen Zalalian. And your winner, Quentin Tarantino, of course. For whenever he goes up for screenplay, he always wins. Yeah. <laughs> He's inventive. Yeah, his screenplays are awesome. It's out on video. Have you watched it yet? No. Dude, Hell, it's... I just watched Hateful Eight like six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, every time I sat down to watch a movie, it was other with other people who didn't want to watch it. Oh, that's great. That's always fun. Yeah. <laughs> so I just waited till it was time for me to watch a movie a while. Uh, yeah. Okay, so best motion picture animated. Frozen 2. Fuck off, you dumb frozen bitch. <laughs> uh, How to Train Your Foreskin. The Hidden World. Nope, go fuck off with your dragons. The Lion King. Go kill your fucking self. Uh, Toy Story. Go burn in an incinerator like you should have done in 3. So Toy Story 4. And the winner, Missing Link from uh, uh, Lycra Entertainment. Stop motion animation. So finally, stop motion animation wins over Toy Story 4 and... Oh, beat out Pixar and everything? Mm-hmm. Lycra, that was uh, Kubo and the Two Strings. Yeah, and they did Box a bunch Trolls of stuff. and stuff like that? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I like them. Their movies are weird and... Trippy, man. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, if I used to, if I take acid still, well, I'd take acid still, but mm-hmm. if I took acid and watched them, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So, best motion picture animated. Um, okay, we did that. <laughs> best performance by an actress in a supporting role. Laura Dern wins for Marriage Story. <clears throat> Kathy Bates for Crying. Annette Benning for The Report. Mm. Jennifer Lopez for shaking her 50-year-old ass in Hustlers and Margot Robbie for just standing there and doing a nice little panty shot in Bombshell. So, uh, Laura Dern, Marriage Story. I don't even think it was her panties. Stunt ass? Stunt panty. Like, fine. Okay, best television series. Uh, Politician, Marvelous, Miss Maisel, Kaminsky Method. Fleabag wins, of course. It's the second final season. Uh, she has gone on to write the new James Bond movie coming out, No Time to Die. Hmm. So it's going to be, it's gonna, I think it's going to be a good one because it's written by her and it's directed by Kerry Fukunaga, who did um, the first season of True Detective. He directed that and he directed um, uh, uh, the... Um, the Netflix series uh, with the no men thing. Um, God damn it. The little child military children. Mili- the child soldiers. I forget the name of it. It's escaping me. But yeah. So he's done some cool shit. Okay, best song. Who gives a fuck? Oh, Elton John won. That's why, pe- that's why he was there. He totally knew he was going to win. He's not showing up unless he knows he's going to win. It's like, oh, Elton John's here. Whoa. (laughs) Hey, Elton John. (coughs) What a surprise. He's like, I'm not showing up unless I'm winning. They're like, okay, you're winning. I guess we'll tell Elton John he's winning. I think that's why. 
Or he was nominated, so maybe that's why he was there. But so at least Cats didn't win. <laughs> the cat song. Uh, that would be uh, absolutely shocking given everything bad that that movie has going for it. I might check it out when it comes out, like on Hulu or Netflix or something, just to like look at it for a minute. But I'm not going to see that in the theater. No. And I've seen the trailer, and that's more than <laughs> enough of those fucked up looking cats. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, let me see. Um, best performance by an actress in a supporting role, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Patricia Arquette wins over Tony Collette, Meryl Streep, and Emily Watson for Chernobyl. Uh, Helen Bottom Carter for The Crown. Yeah, Patricia Arquette, her boobs were just like, hey, guys. <laughs> like she had a like quadruple push-up bra, and it's just like, what? And everyone's like, what the fuck? Hmm. I mean, she's always had a nice <clears throat> pair of boobies. Yeah, but she was just like, wow. Like, like, whoa, watch out. Hmm. Like, she put on the wrong dress. It's like, <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> it's, just like, it's like her daughter's dress. I used dress. to fit into this thing. <laughs> it's her, like, 16-year-old daughter's dress. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. I think it was. Uh, okay, so she won for Best hmm. Actress for The Act, which is a good show where she's this, this mom... Um, uh, uh, what's um um Munchausen syndrome? Where you like make up illnesses for your kid and yeah. convince them they have them, basically, so mm-hmm. you can take the kid to the doctor. So the, the this is a true story. The kid's in a wheelchair, and the kid the kids can walk, but the, she forces the kid to be in a wheelchair. Uh, feeds her through a tube in the stomach. Oh, like dude, it is insane. It's on Hulu. The act, guys. It's a. It's really dark. Yeah, that sounds horrifying. I don't know that I'd be able to. Uh, she ends up. Oh, dude, it's it's crazy, and she ends up killing her, stabbing her like multiple times in the back with a knife. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. She befriends somebody online, like a real dark sadist type kid. You know, it's like a really weird kid. Mm, well, I mean, you're being told over and over again <laughs> you're sick, even though you're not. Yeah, it's weird. That's gonna fuck with you, dude. I don't. She think sneaks a computer. Oh, she buys a laptop. She sneaks money and buys a laptop, and then like communicates and. Hmm. She has to jump into her wheelchair, and her mom comes. Hide the hide the laptop, all that stuff. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. So there we go, guys. So um. Best performance by an actress in a television series drama, Jennifer Aniston, The Morning Show, Olivia Coleman. The Crown, Jodie Comer, Killing Eve, Nicole Kidman, Big Lies, Reese Witherspoon, The Morning Show, and the winner, Olivia Coleman for The Crown. Whatever. Okay, here we go. Best Director, Motion Picture. Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Martin Scorsese, The Irishman. Todd Phillips, The Joker. <laughs> Google Home, shut up. Uh, I can mute it. Yeah, I was like, who the hell is talking? It's not my computer. Okay, there we go. Um, best, uh, um, Sam Mendes, 1917. Bong Joon-ho, Parasite, the winner. Sam Mendes, 1917. Hmm. Sam Mendes, 1917. Boom. Go see that in the theater. It's not playing in IMAX. I'm like, what? Is that because Star Wars is still in all the IMAXs? 
Dude, fuck Star Wars. <laughs> Get that shit out. It's been in there long enough. It's supposed to have a two-week run. It's been there long enough. 1917 would fill that IMAX fucking screen. And I know they're going to put it in there next week and be like, you mother fuckers. I'll have to go up there next week and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? Well, I don't know why they're not putting it in IMAX. It's really strange, man. Don't you think? I mean, it seems a movie built for it, right? This is the one where it's like World War One, a big battle shot in one take. Yeah. The entire battle, the entire movie. Yeah, it's all Star Wars. I'm looking at it right now. Why? It's only in Dolby Cinema. Whatever Dolby Cinema. This is about picture, really. I'm going to go see it in uh, at the Icon. I'm going to go get comfortable. Fuck fucking Dolby Cinema. <laughs> I'm going to fall asleep watching it. <laughs> in a heated seat. Okay, so. Damn it, I just closed everything. God damn it. Okay, well, there we go. Why'd you do that? I wasn't thinking at all. Okay, here we go. We're back. Okay, nineteen seventeen won for best director, right? Over uh yeah, over Quentin Tarantino. I think uh that's the right choice. Parasite would have been my second choice. But yeah. Okay, and Best performance by an actress, Michelle Williams won for Fosse Verdon. Okay, whatever. Best television series, motion picture. Uh, limited Chernobyl won. Of course, remember we were rating that? Chernobyl? Mm-hmm. Well, you were. I wasn't. Yeah, you should watch that, too. That's a great miniseries. That's, like, dark, man, the whole time. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, we're just all dying of radiation poisoning. Hey, how's it going? I'll just hang myself later. Okay, bye. What? Let's go shoot some dogs because they're all radioactive. Okay. That's crazy. I gave it a a four to five shot dogs for the uh, Chernobyl. Okay, best original score, guys. Motherless Brooklyn. (laughs) That was the uh, 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 guy from Fight Club. What's his name? Not Brad Pitt, but the other one. Edward Norton? Yeah, Edward Norton directed movie. He only got nominated for a score by Daniel Pepperton. Uh, 1917, uh, Thomas Newman, Marriage Story, Randy Newman. Marriage Story, gonna break up today. Hey, hey, hey. That's right, what it was. Okay. Right? (laughs) (laughs) And we have... um, Best original score. Okay, let's say uh, the winner. Okay, Little Women, which I'll rate later. Um, how long do you want to go and take a break, or do you want to keep going? We'll break. Okay. Tell me when. Mm-hmm. Tell me when it's been like forty minutes. I need a drink of water. Okay. Oh man. Whew. These Golden Globes, man. Now next is the Baftas. Oh, seriously. We're adding more shows. The BAFTAs, that's have always been there. 
No, we haven't. The British arts, film, and television. Um, television. Yeah. I know where the BAFTAs are, but we've never covered the BAFTAs before. Uh, sometimes. It depends. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, then we got... Uh, don't be adding more award <laughs> shows on. <laughs> <laughs> I give less than two shits. Like ah. negative two shits. Oh, man. These have to be done, man, because these are my picks also. Okay, so mm-hmm. the winner is the Joker wins for original score by Hildur Gandhi. Oh, that guy. Wait, wait, pronounce that. No, fuck that. <laughs> it's like Norwegian. It's or a Hildur Swedish or Finnish or some shit. The Furty Burty Furty Burty. Probably. Thank you for the Joker Hurty. I wonder if that's how he took his uh, award. It's a she. No, oh, she. It's the first female to win an award solo. The other one was with a male. So you have to point that out to the public. Okay, here we go, guys. Uh, and we have best performance by a, uh, by an actress supporting role. Uh, Tom Hanks. No. Get the fuck out. Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes, the pedophile movie. Uh, Al Pacino, The Irishman. No, you sucked, you old piece of... You were just doing your old shtick. Uh, Joe Pesci for wearing glasses that just stuck to his, molded to his face. (laughs) Nope. And your winner, guys, Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Boom. He's on his way to win a goal, uh, Oscar this year. I think he's going to win. With this competition? Come on, dude. Fucking Joe Pesci. <laughs> uh, yeah, Brad Pitt, dude. Yes. Uh, best performance by an actor in a comedy motion picture. Uh, Ty Edgerton won for fucking Walkout Man over Leonardo DiCaprio. Come on! And Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy was nominated for Golden Globe. Uh, nope, later, Murphy. Is he finally getting recognized for Dr. Doolittle? <laughs> no, it's Flubber. Oh, okay. Black Flubber. Blubber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dr. Doolittle, nice one. <laughs> Sorry. Was it Dr. Doolittle? No, it's Dolomite is my name. That's a great uh, one. That's a great movie on Netflix. I mean, I like Dolomite, the movie. Yeah. This 70s. is this is the story of Rudy Ray Moore and how he came up. Yeah, I mean, and, and how he became Dolomite. Eddie Murphy is a good actor when he's in a serious role. That's the thing. I, just, I wish he'd stop. This doing is his, comedic, is it? Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess Rudy Ray Moore is was also a stand up. So there, he does some good shit. Uh, Andy won over Roman Griffin Davis, uh, that little kid from Jojo Rabbit, the youngest kid to be nominated. Hmm. Uh, best performance by an actress in a comedy, motion picture, musical, or comedy. Best performance by an actress in a mu- motion picture music. Okay. Uh, Afawaka or uh, Aquafina. She wins for uh, The Farewell over Kate Blanchett, Emma Thompson. K- Emma Thompson for Late Night. Fuck that movie. Uh, Beanie Feinstein for Booksmart, funny movie. And Anna de Armas for Knives Out. I thought she was going to win, but nope. Uh, we got to get the Asian in there. Asian Persuasion, and it's the uh, Hollywood Forum Press. So here we go. 
So it's what basically went overseas was good. Okay, so best motion picture, musical, or comedy. Okay. Dolomite is my name. Jojo Rabbit. Knives Out. Rocket Man. And your winner. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> they won for best picture. Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised. Tarantino <clears throat> usually sweeps. It's a great movie, especially on the big screen. I'm so glad I saw it in 70 million. That was my best experience easily over the summer was watching that on 70 millimeter eating a cheeseburger at the, uh, what's it called? Alamo Draft House. I was going to say. Yeah, just because the movie was awesome. Uh, let's see. Um, best performance over uh, my IMAX screening of, second would be the IMAX screening of, uh, uh, Apocalypse Now. That was amazing. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. It's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'd walk out of there feeling <laughs> get punched after that, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, that was a great fucking movie. I mean, that's second to... Uh, I forget what else I saw that was special last year. Okay, best performance by an actor in a motion picture. Christian Bale for Throwing Wrenches. Antonio Banderas for cutting his ear off, Pain and Glory, Ford v. Ferrari for uh, Christian Bale, Adam Driver for crying like a little baby in Marriage Story. <laughs> Why? What? <laughs> Crylo Ren. That's what we're calling him now, Crylo Ren. He's just crying his eyes. And then uh, Joe's, uh, Jonathan Price, Old Man Beard for The Two Popes. The winner... Joaquin Phoenix for the Joker. He's going to be a best actor this year. Hmm. In the Oscars, you think? Yes. He's going to be in there, dude. He's already has 11 nominations in the BAFTAs. Damn. Dude, he's fucking... The Joker's like best director, best writer, best whatever, you know. It's in there, man. He's, he probably, like, he's only going to be part of a movie that's going to be like this type of movie. You know, uh, okay. Best performance by an actress in a motion picture. Renee Zellweger win over. Uh, the, it's a weak, weak category. Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story. Uh, Saoirse Ronan for Little Women. Charlize Theron for Bombshell. Renee Zellweger Judy. Okay, here we go. Best, the final one. Best drama. Uh, Two Popes, Marriage Story, Joker, Irishman, and the winner. 1917, guys. What the hell? 1917. 1917. Google is uh, talking again, it looks like. No, it's the iPad. You need to turn off the passive mic. What? You can turn it off so it's not listening. I like yelling at it to turn lights off. Uh Uh-huh. You know, and turn lights different colors. (laughs) <laughs> you know I can yell at that thing pretty soon I'm gonna have to uh, okay so that was it so speaking of which pretty soon I'm gonna have to uh, like when I would get the new Xbox is not get the new Kinect the Kinect's not gonna be a thing oh yeah I'm sure you don't think- there, there hasn't been a game release that uses the Kinect <laughs> on the Xbox One I in- use it but 
there's no <clears throat> games that support it anymore, are there? Or do you just use it to control the Xbox? I just use it to control the Xbox. I use it to control right. my entertainment center. But as like a game input, it's a dead fuck piece of shit technology. Like, I know, it's I know. Like, it's like the power glove at this point. Let's be honest. <laughs> it's right there. Yeah, it, but it doesn't do anything besides passively listen and fucking watch you with the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit about that. But I'm just saying, like, I use it to uh, Xbox Play, Xbox Pause, Xbox, you know, everything. Uh, you know? I, I use it like Xbox On, Xbox Off. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes so much sense. Well, that's fine, but you can build that technology into now, the headset. Now it's going to be this. You'll have it in the headset of your um, connected to your controller. You'll put your headset on and just say Xbox on, and it'll turn on. But I can do it without even. I can walk through the room and do it. I don't even uh-huh. need anything in my head. I'm gonna have to use my Google thing now. You can connect it to your Google. No, oh, really. Go, hey Google, I turn on my Xbox. It's like four more different steps. Well, and you've got to connect your Google home or your alexa or whatever to your fucking xbox it's easy it's it's like a it's in the app mm, okay as soon as i remember my passcode <laughs> <laughs> rut row you can write these things down on a piece of paper i know whatever it's no big deal if i can't connect it but pretty when i get the new xbox I'm like, damn it why didn't i connect it i have eight months to get this thing going right how many months till the new xbox uh, November, right? Yeah. So, about 11 months. 11 months. I got 11 months to get this shit ready. <coughs> Boom. We're getting it ready, guys. For the new... Are you going to get this one? I might not get it right away. We'll see. I still have a working 360. And two Xbox I do too. Ones. I have one. They're all in, the, they're all in like, storage cases in the garage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, we'll see. The 360 controllers are so archaic looking now. I gave one of my 360 (laughs) controllers to a baby who was at my house who was looking for a toy. Uh (laughs) He's like 18 months old, and all uh, my like nine-year-old and his cousins, who are about the same age, Uh were all playing like Castle Crashers or Minecraft or some shit. Uh Uh-huh. And the baby was like trying to grab their controller. So I was like, well, here, play with this one. No one's using it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah, pretty amusing. So we wrote his name on it, and now he can just maul it however he wants. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if well, I fuck. Um, I don't have baby toys in my house. He was bored. He kept trying to grab shit he shouldn't. So, well, the 360 controller that probably doesn't work anymore. <laughs> they have the um, was it the PS5 now uh, displayed its logo and everyone spooched all over it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It was like, oh, my God, here's the logo. They're <gasps> like, what? And then they're, everyone's making fun of it on GIFs with their little uh, sliding sliding so the f- four over to a five. Is it now a Bukaki station? Yeah. Okay. Dude, the PS5, I don't know. Mm-hmm. All they did was reveal a logo. It's crazy, man. I don't know what's going to happen with this thing this year. It's going to be so funny to watch all that stuff go down.
Uh, anal in the back? What? <laughs> yes, anal in the back. What the hell? What's up, guys? We're back again. After talking about Xboxes. Uh, who is this now? Southern Culture on the Skids. Oh, I've heard of them. Yeah. So they're a fun little uh, southern fried rock band. You know, yeah. they got a good sense of humor. Good to drive to on a long road trip, you know, put the hammer down kind of music. So. Oh, my eyes are adjusting. Hold on, I just took a hit. Uh-oh. Uh, Is your face starting to melt, Chris? No. Okay. Well, that's good. But should be like, ah. Oh. Okay, there we go. Okay. Ooh. All better. Uh, so, yeah, Southern Culture uh. on the Skids, they've been around since, fuck, the late 80s, early 90s. I don't even know when their first album was. Um... I think everyone's still alive, Chris. You'll be happy to know. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, check them out if you like that kind of tune. All right, here we go. Here's something you can do. Oh, we should go. We can do those quiz cards later if I think about it. <laughs> All right. Well, let me talk real quick about what yeah, I, I was did gonna last ask you. Thursday. Yes. Um, I was going to ask. Yes, yes. Yeah, so... Um, I think I mentioned it on the show the last time we recorded yep. when I was all macked up on fucking flex rolls. Yes, you briefly mentioned it. Yeah, so I went and saw the uh, Evil Dead the Musical uh, HD tour. And so this was at a little uh, community, uh, I'd say artsy-fartsy theater in fucking um, San Jose, right downtown. Um and fartsy artsy fartsy artsy yeah like 300 person seating maybe okay something like that um but like amphitheater style so the the stage was on the floor and the seats went up from there okay um and they had a uh fairly large maybe 25 or 30 by 30 sized um kind of stage set up above the floor by a couple inches, you know, like four or yeah. five inches. And uh, this whole surface was screens, right? LED screens of some kind, so they could project on So it. was it projected, or was it on the floor underneath? It was on the floor underneath, so okay. it wasn't, there wasn't like... So they had huge shadows. LED walls and huge LED floors. Yeah, the entire okay. backdrop was LED. There was one door in the middle and a couple curtains off to the side. Yeah, of course. So they could project you know, different views inside the cabin. They could animate them walking around a corner for jump scares. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. It was well done. Like I could see that. A neat way to do... It's essentially Evil Dead 2 on stage with musical numbers thrown in. Mm-hmm. Um, the singers were decent. There were a couple real standout folks. They had all the main characters from Evil Dead 2. Could you smell their breath? No, but what they did do is if you sat in the first three rows, um, they cast that weren't on the stage, the projection stage at the moment, would run out from the back with uh, like shot buckets full of uh, red corn syrup. Oh, nice. And just drench the people in the front rows. Every seat in the theater was covered in plastic bags. Oh, my God. And I brought a poncho and so did my girlfriend. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we, we came prepared, but... Um, how long is it? It was about two hours. There was a 10-minute intermission in the middle. It was a cool little theater. They poured drinks, so we were able to get you know, a couple alcoholic beverages for the first act. Mm-hmm. But it was fun. It was really well done. Um, I think it's left San Jose now, and it's on its way to Chicago. 
Oh, okay. So it's no longer here, but it is on tour regular. So I'd imagine it will come back because it was a pretty packed theater when I was there. So they're nationwide. They just go all over the place. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's different cast in each city. Oh, yeah, Or if that it's makes the sense. same cast going with the tour. But I think the common thread is the stage, like with all the multimedia stuff. And okay. then the songs and the choreography and shit. Yeah, it sounds expensive. Um, I mean, tickets weren't bad. I think... well, not for no, no, to put on, not to go to. How how much are the tickets for? Fifty bucks a piece. I mean, they were a birthday gifts, so I think they were forty. I don't forty. Okay, well, that's still good. But it was a lot of damn fun. I was laughing. And the it whole was sold time. out. Uh, not sold out, but it was pretty damn full. I would say uh, like four fifths full. I'm surprised it wasn't sold out. Yeah, I don't know. You know, for all the Instagram like uh, people, big oh, I can put this be there and be on my Instagram and be part of what's going on. And... So I saw it the last day it was in San Jose. It turned out. Okay, so maybe it, that's why. Yeah, there <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, it wasn't like a one night deal. I think it had a run okay. there, and I just happened to see it. it okay, it, okay, it played the day before my birthday. I was like, that sounds like fun. Let's do that. Okay, that makes sense. Then the the half it was not full. Yeah. It wasn't like half. It was mostly full. Oh, okay. I'd say. Well, yeah. Nice. It was it was a good time, though. So what do you rate it? Five out of five splatter factors? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> five out of five hail to the king babies. <clears throat> hail to the king babies? Yep. Jesus, what the hell was that? I don't know. Was that your... Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, it's about to we... explode, Chris. You're going to die. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, January. Okay, here we go. Top, uh, some interested movies I'm going to be looking at, or we can uh, talk about, that are coming out in 2020, guys. Uh, I already saw The Grudge. We'll rate that in a minute. Uh, uh, The Informer. I want to check that out, but will that be any good? No. What's it about that makes it needing to be seen? But uh, Joel Kitterman is caught between the mob and FBI. Hmm. Nah. Okay. Um. Uh, like a boss. Yes, I'm gonna see that. Oh, and uh, underwater. Yes, horror movie that's just coming out. I'm gonna see Thursday. Uh. Uh, 1917. I'm gonna see that again. <laughs> but that came out last year. Uh, yeah, but still. Uh, Bad Boys for Life. Yes. <laughs> uh. Can't believe. If I you want to catch up, guys, both of them are on Netflix right now. Of course. Uh, Do little no. Uh, that's um, Homeboy. That's just such a kids movie. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. It's Iron Man talking to animals. Mm-hmm. We've seen. I've seen at least ten renditions of this movie in my oh, lifetime. Yeah. It's been done. <clears throat> like it seems like every decade there's a new Doolittle. No, every two five two to five years. Hmm. There's a new Doolittle. Uh, yeah. The last one I remember is Eddie Murphy, but okay. Who was the original? Eddie Murphy was, was he? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was when he was doing the flubber and all oh, those. Oh, yeah, He yeah, was yeah. Doolittle. And I think there might have been a Doolittle 2 with him, but I don't remember <laughs> that one. Yeah. Two Diddler. <laughs> two Diddle. Two Diddle. Two Diddle 2. Okay, Flanders. <laughs> two Diddly 2. There you go. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, so Bad Boys uh, 24th, The Gentleman, yes. 
Uh, that's uh, Guy Ritchie. Oh, okay. Uh, going, what, what, hey, hey, what, what, you know. Yeah, quick-ass camera exactly. cuts and shit. You start getting dizzy. But still, I still swear that his um, uh, King Arthur movie is great. I have not it is, been able to bring myself to watch it yet. It's it's good. I almost hit play once, and I was like, uh, "Watch uh, it. It's different, yeah. but you might like it." Uh, oh, okay. You know, it's right before the Knights of the Round Table. It's how they form mm-hmm. loosely, very from what I saw <laughs> in the trailer. <laughs> it looked yeah. like Game of Thrones got made into a movie all of a sudden. Uh, it's it's weird. Okay, Friday, January thirty first. Uh, Gretzel and Hansel, Hansel. Yes, rhythm section. Yes, the assistant. Hmm, maybe the trader. I don't know. Okay, February seventh. Birds of prey. Yes. Uh, come to daddy. What? <laughs> the lodge. Is that yes. A playing only at a theater called the Palm. Uh, yeah. The lodge. Yes. You know the lodge. That's a horror movie that's coming out. You're looped into that more than somebody's that, trapped in a lodge. I think uh, so, February fourteenth. Here we go. Sonic the Hedgehog. Maybe. Really? What? It looks like a piece of garbage. <laughs> I don't know that I can bring myself to watch it. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Oh. We went and saw Pikachu. Oh. So Emma and I saw Pikachu. Hmm. And that was really bad. Uh, not as bad as um, I think the worst movie of last year had to be uh, that Will Smith double movie. Hmm. Yeah, him. Gemini Man. Him and Looper. Oh, uh, that was painful. I'm trying to think of. Oh no, maybe Walkout Man. <laughs> but I don't know. Okay, so what about Love Downhill? No, Fantasy Island. Yes, that's a horror movie. <laughs> Bringing back Ricardo Monteblan. After Midnight. Uh, yes. Oh, my God. What did it? Okay, here we go. Um, Friday, favorite. Uh, Call the Wild now. Bahamas Bad Boy 2. What? Okay, February 28th. There we go. Uh, the Invisible Man. Yes. Whistless. Wendy. Burrett. No. Uh, March 6th. Uh, let's see. Bloodshot, yes, on the 13th. Onward, nah. Bloodshot's the... um, Image comics. Or Vertigo? I forget. It's the Vin Diesel movie that's, yeah, based on the Image comics. Yeah, I think it is Image. Um, Let's see. I still believe... I read some of the Bloodshot comics years and years ago. And uh, they were fun. They were violent as shit. Oh, I don't know. cool. And then we have Friday, March 20th, Quiet Place 2. Even quieter. So people better shut the fuck up watching this movie on March 20th. Valiant Comics. Sorry. Uh, let's see. So the um, March 27th, Mulan. Hmm. I don't know. Mullen. Mulan in okay, April 3rd, Fatherhood, Lovebirds, The New Mutants. Mm-hmm. What is that? The New Mutants is oh, is that that that's trailer that just came out? Yeah, it's the X Men second generation, essentially. Second masturbation, who gives a fuck? It is supposed to be all horror y, 
It's you went from rated R to PG thirteen. Lame. Uh, let's see, Peter Rabbit to the runway. No, fuck that. And then here we go, the big one, April eighth. No time to die. That's the big one right there. Hmm. What did you say, sir? The new Bond flick? I mean, yeah. I'll probably end up watching it. I've seen every other Bond movie at least once. Man, No Time to Die. Wednesday, uh, April 8th. No Time to Die. Okay, then um, Friday the 17th. Trolls World. You like that one? Trolls World? <laughs> Is this another, like, the little toy trolls? Yeah, movie? Trolls World Tour. Okay, here we go. Friday, oh. April. No, the real one. For April 17th is Antlers. What about that one, Antlers? Is that the sequel to Tusk? Nope, that's a horror movie that's coming out. Oh. That is... looks really weird. Monster Problems, Promising Young, what a Secret Garden. Ooh. The book? Uh, Based on the book? Probably. Oh, man. I've seen three versions of that. Uh, really? One of my mom's favorite books, so I watched every single one of the movies that's come out of that. Hmm. So then we have um, uh, Let's see April anyway. okay, May, uh, Black Widow May 1st hmm. You gotta see that I don't know It's just gonna be a bunch of quick camera cuts To make it look like Scarlett Johansson's fighting mm-hmm. she, She'll probably be in maybe 30% of the movie The rest will be fighting That she won't even be in so it's very strange to be a superhero, hmm. like a movie star. You don't do your own, so you just sit there. Hey, how's it going? I'm Scarlett Johansson. We should do that. And then, boom, stunt double comes in. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, let's do this. And that. does all the badass stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. While all the Asian cinema guys are like, you pussies. <laughs> well, they got a point. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> do both. And they do both. And it's like, mm, you're yeah. better at your fighting. I mean, there's a few exceptions, but... They're still better at their fighting, even the exceptions. Well, yeah. Uh, then we have uh, May 3rd, Legally Blonde 3. Uh, the the personal history of David Copperfield. Whatever. Is, is that really? He's still alive? Why are they making a movie about him? I think he's there. I mean, I know they made an Elton John movie while he's still alive, but. Yeah, then they Elton have. John, uh, not David Copperfield. <laughs> Uh, fr- and then we have Scoob, the May 15th, and then we have June, Wonder Woman 5th, June 5th, Candyman, June 12th, uh, Top Gun Maverick, <laughs> June 26th. Tom Cruise is going to get out on the uh, flying F-14 and walk across the uh, wing. He's going to fly his own F-14. I'm sure. And then we have Free Guy. <laughs> that looks pretty interesting. Uh, July 3rd, Ghostbusters Afterlife, July 10th, The Purge 5. My goodness. <laughs> and then my, they one of my... given up on The Purge yet? Uh, I don't know. One of my most anticipated movies of the year, July 17th, Bob's Burgers. No, Tenant. Bam. They're making a Bob's Burgers movie? Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, Tenant. The new Nolan movie that's coming out. Oh, the weird sci-fi one, yeah. Yeah, where it's all about time and stopping it and rewinding it. 
Okay, Friday, July 24th, Jungle Cruise. That's The Rock. August 7th, Empty Man, Infinite. 14th, Escape Room of August. Uh, Oh, and then August 21st, the big one, Bill and Ted Face the Music. In August? Whoa, we're old. What? Then they have Daughters. Yeah. Uh, I'll go see that. And then, um, oh, then the sequel to Hitman's Bodyguard, the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard on the 28th. Wait, the Ryan Reynolds, Samuel L. Jackson movie? Mm-hmm. You got my wife? I got your wife. What? You got my wife? Yeah. Oh, Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Are they back or is it all new people or? I don't know. Hmm. September 4th, Monster Hunter. The, the movie on the video game. Mm-hmm. So okay. September 11th. So uh, that's going to be just a nightmare of CGI. Yeah, probably. September 11th, Conjuring 3. The devil made me do it. Uh, so to, uh, Tom Clancy's Remorse, Kingsman. Uh, let's see. Okay, here we go. October, Venom 2. Uh, there we go. Uh, um, the Witches, G.I. Joe, Snake Eyes, October 16th, Halloween Kills, the franchise coming. Then we have Eternals coming in November. Kong vs. Godzilla got pushed all the way back to November. It's supposed to come out in March. Wow. Motherfuckers. Uh, and Dune, December 18th. That's the big... Uh, the big December movie. Hmm. Interesting. There's no Marvel movie or Star Wars movie this December. No, they just shot their load. <laughs> no, the big one's the Eternals. That's the Marvel one. Mm. <laughs> Is that going to loop into the new well, Avengers? Well, since uh, Camille Nanjiani worked out so much, everyone's going to want to see him working out. Right, as rock face guy. What I don't even name? know who he's playing. He was the rock guy in uh, Thor Ragnarok. No, Camille Nanjiani. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> Wrong guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Not Taika Waititi. Yeah, right. Sorry. Hey, I'm Korg. What? What? I'm Korg. Okay, here we go. Let's do the movie. <clears throat> That's what's coming out, guys. Through the year. I'm looking forward to some of them. Not all of them. Let's see this, guys. The Grudge. I could only find The Grudge from Tool, so. The Grudge. Because this movie sucked so bad. No one wanted to see it. Uh, <laughs> after a young housewife murders her family in her own house, a single mother and Young detective tries to investigate and solve the case. Later, she discovers the house is cursed by a vengeful ghost that dooms those who enter it. With a violent death, now she run. Now she runs to save herself and her son from demonic spirits from the cursed house in the neighborhood. 
This is The Grudge 2020. The first movie of 2020. One of the worst audiences ever. <laughs> People just talking, just like... I'm like, whatever, I don't give a shit. This movie's horrible, so I don't really care. It's 4.1 out of 10 on IMDb. It's... I don't know. So it's it takes place in between both The Grudge 1 and 2. Um, it's like it's people dealing that are coming in contact with the house and dying. So it's it's people in between and then it goes to the people from the other movie. Like you know it's like oh the house went on uh, this is what happened in between the house going on sale. Mm-hmm. Between the buyers buying it in the movies, the first two movies. Like whatever. So there's some gnarly bloated corpses with maggots. I'm just sitting there eating my popcorn. I'm like, great. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is great. <laughs> it was like, like bloated. But then it rewinds time and shows how that bloated corpse got there with the car crash and everything. Hmm. Um, there's some great, uh, there's some great gore in there. Uh, let's see if we can find it. If anyone bothered to rate the gore. Uh, is there gore? Uh, let's see. $10 million budget. It made $12 million. Does that mean a sequel? Uh, yeah. Grudge 2, the sequel. And it will just be more of the same. Let's see. Par- parents Guide, nothing. Damn it. No one cared to fucking say <laughs> anything about it. Or the Parents Guide people <clears throat> figured, hey, this is clearly not a kid movie. Yeah, it's, no, it's hilarious because like there's one part with this old lady, like the whole audience is like, no, because like, she falls over a railing, right? Because she's like, ah, the old lady, she like falls a couple stories and boom, and just blood just, boosh. and everyone's like, oh, <laughs> what? Like her, she hits her head directly on the ground after no, her whole body. Oh, just, just explodes. almost explodes, but she's still in one piece, ah. just like the bottom part of her explodes. Yum. She lands head first. I was just like, poof. Yeah. And I was like, oh. It's like overdose of blood, like comical. Right. You know? Like dead, <laughs> dead alive territory. Yeah, 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 totally. I was like, come on. She just like exploded because she was already decaying. Uh, you know, one of those type of things. Right. She popped. But even the, the and the audience was talking the whole time, but they all synced up for that. And they're like, oh! <laughs> and then they went back to talking. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Yeah, there was a guy behind me, three guys. I didn't even look at them. They were, uh, I think they were Russian or something like that. They were seriously dictating the movie to his friend. The, um, the guy would be playing, the guy would go, Hey, how's it going in the movie? The guy would be like, how about to get things together? So, what are we going to do today? So, why don't we go do that and just run over here and just get rid of these fucking ghosts that are in the house? I'm like, what the fuck? He's translating. Exactly. I'm like, come on. No. I thought that was so rude. You're translating? Come on. Mm-hmm. They have translating boxes you can buy. Yeah. You play into your ear? Uh, they have that too. <coughs> you know, these people are just like, oh yeah, I'll just translate it to my friend. That's mm-hmm. No! 
That's not cool at all. That would be pretty obnoxious. Because the whole time, like, skibbity, 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 skibbity. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? He's like scatting. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Is he a jazz guy? Skibbity, skip, yap, scoop, skip, skit. Skibbity, skip, skip, skit. It's like, who's this, Jack Black or fucking yeah. Scatman Crothers behind me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the fuck's going on? No, it's a Russian. God damn it. Hmm. Ah, uh, it was horrible. So the movie itself had some cool jump scares. The story was stupid. Uh, not the worst movie I saw. I'll rate the uh, movie I saw that was worse later. Okay. <clears throat> but yeah, so... So what do I give the grudge? Uh, where did I put it? Uh, grudge. Two to five ear holes. Two to five aisles. Two to five bloated bodies. Bloated, maggot-filled bodies. Boom. And another uh, uh, movie I saw. I need. I want to. I want to hear this. Up the Down Trench by 1917. Here we go. Listen to this. Listen to this music score, guys. Uh, even though I'm not rating it, but I want to talk about Daniel isn't real. <clears throat> um, a. Let me see if I can look it up here. Daniel isn't real. There it is. Daniel isn't real. 2019. A troubled college freshman. Luke suffers a violent family trauma. <laughs> when, uh, he he then recruits his charismatic childhood imaginary friend Daniel to help him cope, not realizing how dangerous Daniel is. Woo! Yeah. When Luke decides to leave his mother's home and face emancipation he never thought it would be so complicated his social awkwardness and his diverse traumas will make him seek the aid of an old buddy his imaginary childhood friend daniel who is now a self-confident and manipulative young man daniel will soon start will soon start to help luke but his intentions will soon provide somewhat more sinister. So it's almost like a fight club type thing, but uh, goes to another level. <clears throat> and the end, spoiler alert guys, if you guys don't want to know the end of Daniel isn't real, uh, has a 6.0 guys on IMDBA, so. <clears throat> you didn't tell me it had Patrick Schwarzenegger in it. Is it Patrick Schwarzenegger? Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice that was him. He's Daniel. Oh, I, I seriously didn't know it was him. I didn't even think twice. So Arnold Schwarzenegger's son's in it. So <laughs> Apparently so. He's Dude, he's railing this fucking chick right here. Like, we're literally like, fucking the shit out of her because his, his id takes over. And he just starts like, oh, you want to fuck this chick? He's like, yeah, I do. But he's like, okay, let me do it. He starts, he's like, oh my god! He starts just fucking the shit out of It's hilarious, dude. So Arnold Schwarzenegger, is, he's probably letting out all his aggressions uh, about his father. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Oh, that's weird. 
The, uh, yeah, so yeah, Daniel isn't real, guys. Directed by Adam Egypt's mother. Mortimer. Mortimer. That guy has to have a neck beard, right? Uh, he directed some kind of hate. I don't know. So this movie... <clears throat> yeah, so he has, like, an imaginary friend, but that imaginary friend was, um... Like, like, uh, it's it's id, but it's an actual real demon that uh, that has been latching on to people and pointing them and telling them what to do for centuries. Mm. You know, if not more, like, um, right, becomes the worst part of themselves and yeah, eggs them on to do terrible shit. Uh huh. Yeah. <clears throat> In certain parts, he's opening his mouth and jumping into him. There's, oh. like, weird fucking uh, shit mm. in there. Okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah, he's, like, uh, doing a bunch of weird stuff like that. Uh, take him over. It's it's sort of, you know, it's low budget, but it's done pretty well. It's it's entertaining. Uh, yeah, Daniel isn't real, guys. Check it out. Uh, they, they do some, uh, some weird stuff in there. For it's very it's it is Tyler Durden esque but done different. Two mm. to five ear holes, three to five eye holes, uh, and three to five leaps of faith. For Daniel isn't real, guys. Daniel isn't real. All right, what do you got? Before um, so. You know, we talked about cats and what a disaster it was a little bit ago. I found a funny take on it. This guy named Rob Sheridan, who is, um, he's a comic creator for DC and an art director for Nine Inch Nails, apparently. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's publishing a comic called High Level. Um, He said he ate a whole bunch of mushrooms and then went and watched Cats. Really? Oh, my God. And here's his quote from Twitter, it looks like. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Cannot state what a terrible idea this was. Thought it'd be funny, but it was a horror. The the shrooms exacerbated every grotesque whisker and furry crotch of this garish garish atrocity of of the film. I still feel dirty from it, like it touched me inappropriately and told me to keep a secret. (laughs) Oh, yeah, dude, see? It sounds like such a bad movie. To, like the, And then the idea of taking shrooms on top of it. Oh. Yeah. Dude, they'd be like, Read me here. <laughs> I'd be like, what the fuck? Especially if you saw the, uh, the cut of it where uh, like the, all the CGI hands. was all fucked up. They yeah, human hands and yeah, shit. Exactly. Oh, man. See Judy Dench's wedding ring, you know. Oh, speaking of which, here we go. What is this? I'm a little woman. Yes, that's right. I can write a book. Yes, that's right. Yes, that's right. I can write a book. My little sisters can follow me around. Yes, they can. Oh, yes, they can. (gasps) Here come the little women. Little women running around. (gasps) Famous novel, yes, you know, yes. Let 
running around, everybody's so happy, little women are in now. Here they come, running to the throne, trapped in the house by the mother. Doesn't want to get out of the house with Bow Burying somebody No, she wants to write a book and get away from it all Move to France Write a book About being trapped in a house with her overbearing mother This is true What will you do When you have Florence Pugh Sir Ronan and Emma Watson too. Oh, and Elia Shalia. And Laura Dern. Oh, and our future Bob Dylan. Timothy Chalamet. And Bob Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk. Oh, this is very delightful. <laughs> little women, little women. That's what we do, we run around. Oh, what are you doing right now? I'm writing a book, I have ink on my hands. I'm not the one who wrote it, it's a man. Who wrote it? It's a man! A man wrote my book, yes he did. Because I cannot say that I wrote it, cause I am a woman and we will get beat up if we said we did. This is true. Why do you have ink on your fingertips then? I don't know why. I write with a quill. Yes, I write books all over the place. I want to get published. Yes, I really do. But I cannot because I am a woman. Boom. Little Women, guys, so... Was it a musical? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, this movie is horrible. Boring. Mm. The acting wasn't great. I was expecting good acting, but it wasn't like... like Florence Pugh trying to act like a 12-year-old didn't work for me. Um, Joe March reflects back on forth on her life. Telling the beloved story of March sisters. Four young women, each determined to live their life on their own terms. Yes. I don't like the story of little women. Sorry, guys. I mean, I tried to read the book when I was younger. <laughs> really? <laughs> How could you read? It's like, hello, let's go over here. I mean, I read The Secret Garden. I read the books that were available to me in my house, and my parents had a whole bunch of quote-unquote classics. I've tried to read Moby Dick three times. I fall asleep in the first chapter. The form de film de pip de party. It's not Finnish. Uh. Or Swedish. It's boring as shit, though. Anyway, back to this book. Um, it is not a great book. I never finished it. Yeah, see, I told it's, you. It's not a good movie. Yeah, I would never watch... Well... I think I've watched one of the versions of these. You've had to have. Yeah. They've, they've been around from since my parents. the 80s. Yeah. Well, no, longer than that. The well, yeah, first true. one was the 50s. 
The first oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. live action color one, apparently. Wasn't the spin off the Waltons? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Deficit show of the week, guys. The Waltons. Show of the week. That's a classic. Uh, what's the deficit? Uh, pick of the week. Uh, movie. I don't know. First one of the year, guys. Let's think about it for a second. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank, too. Those usually come to me while we're talking, and then it's like, oh, we should make that a deficit. Oh, well, that's it, guys. No more. No more deficit picks. <laughs> <laughs> we give up? Is yeah, that what we do? After 10 years, or even not even 10 years. Okay, oh, no. Um, um, uh, Tokyo Tribe. Deficit pick of the week. Tokyo Tribe, guys. Speaking of musicals. That's the my favorite musical of all time. That's the one that's all weird hip-hop fighting yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. That's my favorite musical it's of like, all time. It's like the Warriors with <laughs> a music, yeah. musical number. <laughs> it's rapping warriors. Rapping kung fu. See how great this soundtrack is? Oh, it's so soothing. I'm about to fall asleep. Like the whole movie is this. You're like, what? Huh? Yeah. Ten minutes huh? Of focusing on someone staring out a window. <clears throat> It's like, what? Am I supposed to be getting a massage right now? It's like the music they play at a massage. <laughs> what? Oh! What is that? All our periods are synced up. <gasps> yes! Because we've been living together forever! Little women, periods syncing up. Little women, that's right, what? Little women, one writes a book. Other ones want to get fucked and get out of the house quick. Right? Right? That's that's the basis of Little Women. Basically, yes. <laughs> Mother, I want to get fucked next. I'll set you up with somebody to get fucked. Just hold on a second. Thank you, Mother. I will approve of which dick goes into my daughter's pussy. Little women wanting to see which cock is good for you. Oh, this one's not. He doesn't make enough money for my trot. Ooh. What's up? Here we go, guys. Now we're back. Oh. Not my kind of movie. Went with my wife. I never had a movie move me so much several times. I got teary-eyed. Greta did an excellent job keeping the movie pretty fast-paced for an adaption of Little Women. Ugh. The 17th adaption of Little Women. <clears throat> I'd like to point out. <clears throat> that sounds like a pussy whip motherfucker. He probably just wanted to get laid. <laughs> it was great, honey. <laughs> she, she had to see his IMDb <clears throat> review before she'd get in bed with him? Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. It's like, see, I told you. All the performances are satisfactory or better. Laughter was frequent as well. I really can't imagine a better adaptation of Little Women. Shut up. 
amazing performances from the cast, particularly Timothy Chalamet. Cersei Ronan loved the adaptation. Exceeded my expectations. Yes! No. This movie sucked. I'm sorry, the story wasn't even good. It was boring. It was a bory. It wasn't a story. It was so boring. Um, I don't know. But you never. You, but did you think the story was boring for Little Women? I mean, what I read of the story, yes. I yeah, didn't I read know. the whole thing. Yeah, listen to this. It's just like ugh. Well, let's go to this next rocking track. Here we go. Yeah. Let's not. Headbanging. Oh, we have to go over the soundtrack. Do we? Do we really? Just real quick. Oh, we're ice skating now. Christmas breakfast. Here we go. Ugh. Okay, I give it one out of five ear holes. One out of five eye holes. One out of five whiny sisters. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get laid, mommy. Shut up. Why does she get to do that? Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It wasn't acted well. Hmm. I don't know why people are like, oh, these people are superb. I was, I was looking for good acting. I didn't see it. Sorry. But if also you're not enjoying the story at the very core of it. Like... But I'm still looking for something, you know, something to get out of it. Right. You know, I'm just like, okay, what can I get out of this? Uh, nothing. <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 I mean, honestly, it's not a movie. Like, I don't go to the movies a lot, uh, to the theaters, I should say. I, I, I don't even think I will watch this ever. No. I don't. You wouldn't need to. Particularly care for those slow, drawn out <clears throat> dramas. Yeah, I don't know. Little Whammon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what do you got before I read the last thing? Um, this one may take a little bit, so okay, I don't know how you feel about it, but it's a 2019 uh, retrospective of things stuck in people's bodies inappropriately. Okay, do that and I'll give you some quizzes real quick. Okay, so I'm just going to give a couple honorable mentions for a few orifices on the human body and then we'll, we'll dive deep into a couple others. Okay. Uh, so the ear, an honorable mention. Um, where to go? Shit, there's too many. <laughs> oh, no, fuck the ear. The ear's boring. Uh, the nose. So someone got a bug in their nose. They tried to remove that bug with a bobby pin, and now the bobby pin's stuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> so they go to the emergency room for that. Um, and then uh, throat. Let's see. A plastic sword. Uh, some kid won, uh, almost won a Darwin Award for swallowing a stamp ink pad that he received as a prize at the dentist office. And then here's the ones that really boggle my mind. So in 2019, uh, someone stuck a crayon into their penis. A lollipop stick. Coaxial, a crayon? Coaxial cable. A screwdriver. Jesus. A bobby pin. With the quote, unable to achieve erection and thought it would help. Oh, my God. Yeah. Don't stick anything in your dick, guys. <laughs> it's really a bad idea. Oh, my God. All right. How about uh, vaginas? 
So lady was being arrested by the police, so she took her cell phone and hit it from in her vagina. I've heard of that before. Mm-hmm. The, the one I don't understand, though, is jumped off a couch and landed on a spoon. <laughs> no. Like a spoon pointing up in the air. Yeah, I know. How do you Come do on. that? <coughs> All right. Yeah, right. And, of course, everyone's favorite, what do we stick in our butts? This is the one we need to talk about. The guy states he slipped in the shower and landed on a metal air can fresh or air freshener can, and it went to his rectum. Oh, sure, okay, yeah. <laughs> he did. He wasn't trying to shove that in his ass. Um, a plastic toy, quote unquote, about six inches long. Oh my god! Yeah, a plunger handle, two small vibrators. Jesus. A coat hanger. Patient unsure how it got there. A toy hockey stick. A water gun. <laughs> a toy hockey stick. A small shampoo <laughs> bottle. <laughs> a large shampoo <clears throat> bottle. Was he listening to Adam Sandler? Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally got a dildo lodged in rectum and cut the end off. Oh, so my can't God. can't get it out. Uh, using a prostate massager, and it got sucked in. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, you guys... Prostate re- massager. Really be careful about what you <gasps> stick in your butthole there. You know, for most of you need to take like a class or something, it sounds like. Prostate massager would be the great name of a band. Right? We could play with the vibrators. <laughs> vibrators still tour, so that could work. Like, hey, we're prostate massager. Hey, we're the vibrators. Right. <clears throat> there we go. <laughs> then the hardcore band would be a cum rag, right? Yep. <laughs> uh... Oh, so anyway, yeah, I thought I found that list on Vice, and that that uh, is always good for a laugh because Jesus. So, what's the last thing you got? Here we go, bam. What? Oh, come on. Oh well. Okay, so. Uh. <clears throat> Netflix. Uh, Netflix, um, <coughs> uh, Dracula. Oh, <clears throat> yeah, I was curious about this. I didn't know it was coming and it popped up all of a sudden. Dracula. Draquilia. So the open, the opening, like, the first episode is laughable because, okay, this whole song's laughable. It sticks to, um, it sticks to the regular Bram Stoker story, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mina you know, Harker and yeah, all that Van crap Helsing still and all that stuff? Yeah. Okay. But uh, Van Helsing's a chick, and she's a nun. Oh. And um, she runs a convent. Mm-hmm. And uh, his first... And this and Nina's husband was, was bit by uh, the vampire. Mm-hmm. Right from from Van Helsing, so she's staying at the convent. The Dracula tries to get into the convent. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, you know, sneaks around, lets talks to the husband. The husband lets him in because he tries to kill himself with a stake in the heart. He's like, someone else has to do it. You can't do it yourself. Dracula tries to <clears throat> kill himself. No, the uh, other guy, the husband. So it plays a lot with the lore. Mm-hmm. Of Dracula, like his reflection is a reflection of how he is, sort of like a um, uh, what's his face, the guy who has the painting, 
Oh, Dorian Gray. Yeah, it's like a Dorian Gray thing, but with his reflection. So he sees his 500-year-old self ah, in the okay. mirror. Right, right, right. And all the terrible things he's done show up yeah, in his yeah. face. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, he's, uh, so that's what he sees when he looks in the mirror. Why he avoids them is uh-huh. because of that, because he doesn't want to see himself. Uh-huh. Gotcha. So weird stuff like that, mm-hmm. and like the. Um, I mean, it kind of makes sense when you think about it. And they explain a lot, like the cross and the sunlight too, towards the end. I don't want to spoil it, but they they do spins on that too. So is it well done? Yeah, like it's well done. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's up there. It's it's funny. Like the first episode, you have to get through because some of the the acting's bad and the face makeup's bad. Hmm. But when Dracula becomes Dracula, it becomes better. Like there's a great scene where he um, uh, gives birth out of a dog. You know, Dracula, like he's a hound, but then he does, uh, he starts birthing, like breaking out of a dog hmm. into a human form. Weird stuff like that. Like the skin of the dog breaks and he yeah, like he's crawls like, out, like ripping out of the dog. Oh, weird. Then he exposes himself naked in front of all the sisters. Whoa. <laughs> so he's talking to him buck naked uh and uh yeah so van helsing's a and uh a nun the badass nun huh? and it goes from um and it's only three episodes an hour and 20 minutes each oh wow it's like it's a bbc, like a BBC. Show. it is a bbc show oh, okay, okay gotcha and it goes from there all the way to the modern age following dracula yeah following dracula huh so it goes like three time periods okay Right, so Victorian. So or... it goes like the the, the first uh, episode is him, you know, the whole thing. The second episode is him on the boat going over to the United States. Mm-hmm. And something happens and all this weird stuff happens. So like, oh, people start disappearing on the boat. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, Where did he go? Where so did yeah, she go? So the second episode is him on the boat trip to the United States. <laughs> weird shit happens. And he doesn't end up in the United States for another 200 years. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Hmm. So okay. that's how he ends up modern time. Gotcha. He was like, oh, whoa, what happened? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they do cool spins on it. Yeah, that plays with the lore <laughs> a lot because uh, Dracula had to, like, sleep in dirt in the original Bram Stoker novel. Well, like, when he's walking around the boat, he's like, what am I supposed to do, sleep in dirt? Mm. It's like, please. That's what Bram Stoker said. He bring, he brings the dirt as long as it's close to him. He still brings it with him. Oh, he just got to cuddle up at night. Yeah, I think he or has during to, the day. I guess. Uh, I think he has to bring it. I think he has to like um, like just keep it close to him or something. I don't mm. know. He's got dirt in his pocket. And yeah, got it. Because it was funny because uh, they bring like the coffin over and they drop it into the boat mm-hmm. and they're like okay though ooh there must smell and there's flies because you think Dracula's in there and he mm-hmm. pops up he's like hey what's up how's it going? You're like, what? He's supposed to be in the coffin. Yeah. He's like, what are you supposed to do? Be in the dirt? It's like, no. So, yeah, they make fun of it and stuff. Gotcha. Huh. So, yeah. <laughs> so, you get a two to five ear holes, three to five eye holes, and three to five wolf births for uh, Dracula on Netflix. <laughs> wolf births. Okay, here we go. Here's this quiz. Here we go, real quick. These are, um, these are like gas station quiz cards my mom got me for stocking <laughs> stuffers at Christmas. Okay. Like, they're basically like uh, from Ross. Okay. Uh, Bargain bin, huh? What, here, you can have some. You can give me some too. If you want. Okay, what 1999 film stars Jason Biggs, Sean Williams, Scott, and Eugene Levy? Oh, American Pie. Yep. 
See? <laughs> I told you you'd get these. Yeah, I mean, some of these are going to be pretty damn obvious. Just looking at the ones I've got. Uh, let's see. What professional professional is Jim Carrey's character in Liar Liar? A lawyer. Yeah, see? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the questions are like so easy. All right, give me one. Ted Stryker, Captain Ovur. Airplane. And, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Ted Stryker is a giveaway. Exactly. It's like, come on. Uh, who wrote the and directed Clerks? God, this is like the laziest. <laughs> who wrote and directed Clerks? Come on, uh, you know oh, this. Oh, oh, um, Jason Statham. J- oh no, it's Kevin Smith. Oh damn it. Okay, which film does a Statham Marshmallow Man feature? <laughs> Ghostbusters. Who directed <laughs> Blazing Saddles? Uh, 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 Christopher Nolan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Close, Mel Brooks. Oh, uh, oh man. What is the name of the fraternity Pinto and Flounder join in Animal House? Uh, oh, I don't know that one. Ooh. I wouldn't have gotten it either. Delta Tau Chai. Yeah, see, I see. I don't know that one. So there we go. Okay, how? Okay, many. Sw- okay. May the swords be with you is the line oh, from which film? Spaceballs. <laughs> Jeez Louise. <laughs> hey, Chris, what year does Marty McFly travel to in Back to the Future Part uh, 2? 1980. Part 2. Oh, which which future? Which year does Marty go to in Back to the Future Part 2? Oh, 2015. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like 1982. <laughs> yeah, you were not waiting. For okay, what is the first name of Owen Wilson's character in Zoolander? Oh, I don't remember. I really didn't care for Zoolander. Hansel. Hansel. And Girl Trip. I didn't <laughs> Which U.S. city do the characters go to? New Orleans. That's pretty recent. Wow. Okay. What Jane Austen novel is Clueless loosely based on? I don't give a shit. <laughs> Emma. Emma. I don't. I've never read a Jane Austen novel in my life. I don't think. Um, All right, give one. What is the name of the fortune telling machine in Big? Azul. No, no, Z- uh, Zoltar. Zoltar speaks, yeah. Zool. Okay, which 1983 uh, comedy was Tim Burton- Burton's feature directorial debut? Which movie? Which 1985 comedy was Tim Burton's feature length directorial debut? Comedy? Uh, Edward Scissorhands. No, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> really? That was Tim Burton? I yeah. didn't even know that. Oh, Chris, everything is awesome is the theme song for what 2014 film? Uh, hmm. Lego movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, those are pretty lazy. Someone just went on Wikipedia and like trolled. What? what? <laughs> <coughs> oh, yeah, I need water. Oh, man. <clears throat> no, dude, we, we're not done yet. Here. No, we're not done. There's more? Okay, these are tough. Give me some of these. All right. Oscar questions. Oh, these are who won what Oscar? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I never get any of these. <clears throat> yeah, those are pretty tough. Who famously mispronounced Adina Menzel's name at the 2014 Academy <laughs> Awards? What? Who is... Uh, oh. Adina Menzel from Frozen, right? She was um, Elsa. Uh, Elsa? Uh, uh, what's her face? Uh, that black chick. Um, uh, I forget her name. 
It was John Travolta. Oh, John, John Travolta. John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> Not a black chick at all. Uh, in what year was the... Uh, uh, in what year was an award for best animated feature for first awarded? Uh, 2014. 2002. Oh. Whatever. What, what was the first horror film to be nominated for best picture? Um, get out. The Exorcist. Oh, The Exorcist. Damn it. I knew that one. Okay, here we go. Uh, What's this one? Which Marvel superhero is portrayed by Wesley Snipes? Blade. Okay, which film in Rocky series stars Mr. T? Three? Uh, yep. Yeah, I was going to mix it up, but it sounded right. Uh, where'd it go? Okay, where you got one? What was the first film to win the Academy Award for Best Picture? Wizard of Oz. Wings. Wings. I don't even Wing, know. Wingers that... of Oz. Wings of Oz, yeah. I don't know those. It's, it was the movie about the flying monkey. See, I don't know those. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Fucking quiz cards, man. They go from hard to, they yeah. go from like easy to super difficult. Which actor won an Academy Award in 93 and 94? Tom Hanks. Yep. Bam. See? Any of that one? Come on. Which actor won a posthumous uh, Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor in 2009? Um, uh, uh, oh, uh, Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. Mr. Joker. Woo! Ow. I just hit my own ring finger. <laughs> okay. So, so, yeah, they do go from hard to impossible. Keith Ledger. So, and then at least on those last two packs, Joaquin Phoenix is going to win the next Academy Award for the Joker. So, everyone who plays Joker is winning an Oscar. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah. At I, least it makes a movie version of the Joker. I think he is. Well, Jack Nicholson didn't win one, did he? Was he nominated? I don't know. Maybe that's in one of those card decks. Uh, was no, he wasn't nominated. No, I don't think they would have. Um, nominated anything out of uh batman back then okay did you look up anything that was um ces related i did not have time okay i got got a couple things we can go over real quick uh let's see apple makes an appearance samsung's new rotating uh um tvs they have invisible keyboards now where they're just typing in midair. So those are reality. Um, those have been coming for a while. We've talked about them on the show before. <clears throat> yeah. Rollable LG OLED TVs, $60,000. <laughs> and ship early in 2020. Come on. You know you want one of those. Uh, let's see. The, um, the PlayStation 5 logo we said before was revealed. Uh, and the Sony car. Sony has an electric car now. Congratulations, Sony. That they're trying to put out. I don't know why. It'll have a PlayStation built into it. And... Bravia TV. Did the, and James Cameron revealed some Avatar stills because of the Mercedes Avatar um, car that drives sideways. To park? Yeah. The one that pivots its wheels 90 uh-huh. degrees. Yeah. That's a whoop. 
I've seen that in action. I've watched a video. It's pretty slick, man. Um, that'll be coming next year, probably. And, oh, then they have the wall, the TV, the 240-foot TV. Inch? 240-inch TV. <laughs> it's a whole different story. No, it's 240 feet high. Right. I think it's 24 feet. That's what it That's is. It's bigger than an IMAX screen. Uh, no, 24 feet? 240 feet is. Uh, no, 24 feet. 240 feet is? Bigger than an IMAX screen. Uh, right? They're 100 feet or 110, whatever. Well, we'll just go by that. We'll just go to the... Um, Everyone gets an IMAX in their house. You can play. You can play some. If you want. And then the... Uh, yeah, before we go, yeah. So... Damn it, where'd it go? I don't know that I saw anything pop up in the little bit of time I was able to spend today goofing off on the web. Uh, anything really exciting about CES. The one thing I did see was that... Um, the gaming controller and headset maker Razer, um, they made or are releasing a thing called uh, the Tomahawk, which is basically a modular. <laughs> That's not going to be racist. You can't release that. <laughs> no, the reason they're calling it that is because it's a modular PC. Oh. So you buy a case that you can plug and play three simple components into to have a pretty powerful gaming machine. And uh, you can upgrade each component. So if you want to change out your fan, you just pop that part out and pop in a new one. You don't need any tools. You don't need any equipment at all. Um, same thing with the CPU and the GPU. So wow. It yeah. Like if you're right, like oh my processor's not fast enough. You just go buy that piece, and then you pop in a new one. Kind of deal. So no word on pricing, but I mean pretty slick, man. You just pull out one little plastic shit case basically from your PC and pop a new one onto the adapter. Yeah, weird. Yeah. It's a neat idea. I've seen iterations of it before. Okay, I'm looking at it right there. Yes. That is it. Easy to put together. You don't need any special skills or any half a brain even it sounds like. It's literally like plugging. I think there's like a couple versions of those out there now. Um, like from CES? I'm not sure. The one I saw was for Razer. Um, and no word on pricing or when it will be released that I saw in the article. But oh, There it is. Razer Tomahawk. Looks pretty neat. <coughs> Tomahawk chop. So I guess I lied. I did find one thing from CES I thought was cool. Yeah, dude. What the hell? Then we have... Um... But it all depends on how much it costs, right? Is it extra because you've got this simplistic little mechanism to change it out are you paying a premium because you can get things like ram for your computer for damn cheap and if it's jacked up because razor um has their version of ram then yeah. people won't go for it and then we got screens on clothing uh, yeah that was inevitable man after blade runner right then we got dancing robot cats that's a horrifying cat <laughs> but yeah, CES, I don't know. It just didn't seem terribly exciting for me this year. But maybe I missed something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sure there's a lot of cool shit. Uh, they released a bunch of um, handheld, uh, almost like, 
Like almost like a handheld gaming things from other people. Right. So it's like PC handheld gaming for Steam. Yeah, it looks like a Switch, um, but it's by Alienware from what I saw. I didn't read about it because I don't care that much. Um, If my gaming was that portable, I would never get anything done, (laughs) you know? Yeah, I don't don't care about portable gaming myself. Yeah, generally I just want to like lay in my bed or sit on my couch and play a video game and relax, not carry with me wherever I go because when I'm going places, I'm busy doing shit. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, but that's my personal philosophy. For other people, it may work. And, you know, for people who don't necessarily care about Nintendo but sure want to be able to play all their Switch games on the go, why the fuck not? That's true. It's a neat design. I got to say, the Switch is cool. I've seen people play it. I just don't care about Nintendo games that much. Ah, uh, well. Nor the portability. What was I looking at? God damn it. So. Okay, the New Mutants trailer and blah, blah, blah. All right, let's get out of here. Yeah. And the other thing I was going to bring up. Oh, Knives Out sequel might be coming. Uh, <laughs> Christian Bale might be uh, Beta Ray Bill. Yeah. I Maybe. Saw- Whatever. In the new Thor movie, for those who don't know the Beta Ray Bill reference. Um, yeah, he's like an alternate universe Thor. I don't know. Whatever. We'll see. And The Witcher two, Witcher was great. And Witcher Season 2 is coming out 2021. And uh, coming uh, pretty soon, a four-hour version of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Four-hour cut. Oh, my God. <clears throat> I'll be watching that, definitely. Uh-huh. On the big screen. Oh, they're going to release it in theaters? I hope they do. Mm-hmm. I hope they release it like at the Alamo Draft House. They have to. Come on. The ultimate hipster cut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Four hours. Extra feet. Four, uh, he might release. I don't know. The four-hour cut of Once Upon a Time. <laughs> like, Jesus. Dude, that's going to be awesome. You know, you'll see once you see the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see the new mutants. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, knives out too, with the Daniel Craig character. Mallrats sequel might be coming. Um, Colin Farrell is the penguin. <laughs> He's short enough. Oh, I'm the I'm the penguin. Um, all right. So what do you want to do? Get out of here? Yeah, let's roll it. Let's go, guys. Who are friends? It's been a while, it feels like, since I've had to do this. Uh, Big Papa podcast, Growing Up Not Growing Old, Painted Black podcast, Ice in the Face, The Offensive Line, everyone over at BatsquadNetwork.com, Geek Dig, Fearcast, Fipcast, Heroes of Noise, Horribly Awkward podcast. Uh, I think. Uh, yeah, guys, that's it. Um, if I forget it, you're sorry. Uh, later, guys. Bye-bye. Later. <laughs>